Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hello you total slags It's me Vinegar Strokes from RuPaul's Drag Race UK Here on United Queendom this is our second take because Sam didn't realise we were recording the first time, so was talking complete shit. <laughs> so professional. He, he does that on the air anyway, so. <laughs> but I was just saying, uh, I'm going to stop saying hello in the podcast because I find it very redundant. Is that the right word? Well, I probably shouldn't say redundant in these times, but <laughs> it's very triggering. No, especially not, it's very, very triggering, especially not with, you know, myself and a lot of our listeners, you know, have, have been made redundant. Furlough. <laughs> Furlough. Furlough. I think it sounds babes. like a jacket. Oh, yeah, fur high. Um, yeah, maybe that's what we'll say instead. Fur high. Fur high. Fur high, guys. <laughs> Sam, would you like to share your um, social medias with our lovely listeners? Yes, my social medias are uh, at Sam Dowler Time on Instagram. What's the time? It's Sam Dowler Time. And uh, also on Twitter, it's just at Sam Dowler. Thanks. Give us a follow, guys. Isn't that what Chico used to say? It's Chico time. Yeah. I think so. That's where I got it. That is the category I'd put you in, I think. <laughs> che- cheeky Sam. Has beans. <laughs> ne- never was, honey. <laughs> it's like a who's who of who are you? I'm never going to stop saying that. It's going to be every week now, by the way. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> and I w- you will get a bill in the post. <laughs> Invoice me. <laughs> um, so this week's episode is called Get a Room, which is what you usually say to people when they are doing PDAs. Sam, are you a fan of a PDA? Uh, yes, I am actually. I've always been. A, I'm a, quite a tactile person, so uh, the social distance. You're telling been, me. Well, it's been quite a, a struggle for me because normally I'm very huggy. Um, you know, I I like, and I'm sure in today's day and age you're not allowed to do it, but like, um, you know, I would touch somebody's arm if I talked to them. Um, so yes, I am a fan, and obviously, you know, once you've had a few beers in the club, I'm all about <laughs> snog. I'm all, I'm all about snogging in front of everybody. Absolutely. You're all about snogging everybody, never mind in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you get true. passed around like a Christmas snogging cracker. Snogging anybody. Yeah, no, do you know what? I was, I was at uni once and I came home and, um, and I realised I had, because I did drama in English, darling, and I realised I realised I, I did. I'd, I'd snogged uh, over half the whole department. Thank you. Well, it would have the highest rate of gays, wouldn't it, the drama department? Well, it was gays, girls, straights. It was, you know, it was a free-for-all. You made your way around every single one of them. It was the 90s, honey. What can I do? No, it wasn't. It was the 2000s. It was the 80s, bitch. Let's, let's keep it real. <laughs> um, so this week's episode, we start off with Angina Gone and Sorely Missed. Almost Gongina. as was. Gongina. Um, so we won't hear anymore. Henry Cavill. Oh, that horrible, like, throaty. Um, will you miss Angina? Gongina? Oh, I really will miss Gongina. Right in my mangina. I just think it is... Um, she was such a classic and I just thought she was really funny and really sweet and really and just really cute and you know an off camera when she was when she wasn't doing a an on stage performance she was really funny <laughs> <laughs> whenever yeah she wasn't on stage um I actually started re-watching season one yesterday and Angina was such a star so actually I'm glad she's gone because I don't want to see her like this not at her best it's quite depressing she had checked out as they, they said she had checked out and um, I mean I did think it was particularly depressing to see her put her own name in the box it's just like oh take me it's just I mean it was particularly dramatic I mean we talked about that last week about the whole scenario where they where they do the lipsticks in that little room but like to put your own name in it's just like oh 
I mean, it's slightly it's the heartbreaking, but it's still... of suicide, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It is, and it's and it's just it, it's just sad. And I do get well. Blair Claire says, you know, this is the chance of a lifetime, and I don't want to be in it with anybody. If I like, if somebody else had got sent home, and then you saw that Andrea put her own name in, you'd think like, well. You don't really deserve it. and You took my spot, bitch, yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. And I think, and I did say this last week, that I do think that um, she should have give, been given another chance. But then if she didn't, I th- and I said, like, the whole, oh, pick me, pick me, I thought maybe it was just a tactic. But picking yourself as well, I think, you know, she just she just checked out. She needed a lozenger, a pep talk, and she might have been all right, but she's gone and it's over. Exactly. I mean, we'll, prob- we'll probably get a comeback. You know, they always do that in All Stars where they all get a chance to come back. And I did, and I did like they, how they um, how they didn't. <laughs> who was it? That, I think it was Mayhem did an impression of how she knows her in in, in the real world and how she'd be like, oh, I should have, I should have tried harder. That was a good impression, actually. Yeah, I thought so too. I'm looking forward to Mayhem Snatch Game now. If she lasts that long, well, let's hope um, she does more Mariah than says she never wants to be in the bottom again, which is always the kiss of death. So she might as well have just fucking left as soon as she said that. <laughs> yeah, she could, should have got a Tipex right out and just written on her own lipstick. You're committing, committed to making it Tipex and not white out, aren't you? Yeah, I'm really committed to that. <laughs> Speaking of the white out, Alexis brings up the drama from last episode. She comes for Cracker about her bullying on Gina and accuses her of mind games. So whose team were you on this little scuffle? Well, do you know what the funny thing is? I've always been quite anti-cracker this series. Um, you know, she's all cracker and no bang. But I think, um, <laughs> I think basically, I think when Mayhem says it doesn't ring true, I agree with Mayhem totally there. The, the apology doesn't ring true. But then I think Alexis sort of takes the takes the baton and sort of like runs with it, and then that doesn't sound true either. So she's sort of like, oh, no, no, no. she really goes, she goes too far into it, and then it makes it sound like it's not real. I think Alexis is giving a masterclass on how to be shady in a likeable way. She's been yeah. like a give no fucks bitch and I'm living for it. It's really reminding me of the early seasons, which obviously she was on, where they didn't have Twitter and everything uh, and they didn't give a shit and I'm just loving it. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, definitely. It's like later on in the episode, she totally just, she turns around with the right bitchier side. I know we'll discuss it later, but like she's definitely, it's the kind of, it's early drag race classic. I agree with you. We just need someone to throw a glass of water over someone or a, a weak oh, cocktail honey. now. <laughs> a watered-down cocktail, free, free, you know, when you untuck. I never had a sugar daddy, but if I probably <laughs> could get one, because I am what... How am I misquoting this? It's like the most famous thing ever, and I'm getting all the words wrong. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm very fragile today. I'm very hungover. I'm hanging like Jeffrey Epstein. I need to sort myself out. <laughs> um, I, watched, so, I watched the Jeffrey Epstein documentary, actually, also on Netflix. Did you have seen my it? My life partner's been watching that. He says it's very good. Are you enjoying it? It is, do you know what? It's quite distressing. I'm not going to lie. It just sort of like builds and builds and builds. But it's not a rom com then. It's not a rom com. I have been, I've been um, watching it before I go to bed, which is the problem because then I had a because if ever whenever I watch before I go to sleep, I usually dream about it, and so I was, I was, I was dreaming about being one of his girls, and it was unpleasant. Oh, I'd watch porn before bed if I was you. Then give yourself a nice sex dream. Oh no, I, I have enough of them as it is. <laughs> Sex nightmare. I wake up weeping <laughs> from every orifice. <laughs> um, and speaking of places where you sleep, this week's challenge is a suite. See how I seamlessly linked into that? Oh, uh, they have to design their own suite in Shantae, enjoy your stay. Um, so I wondered, Sam, what would you, if you were in this position, what suite would you design? 
Well, I was actually thinking theme. about that as I watched it. Um, I was thinking like you'd have, I'd go quite off the wall with like maybe Michael Jackson then. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking of Epstein, no. Um, I think <laughs> that basically I would go for I know like black walls, like sort of like maybe like an S and M sort of heavy metal kind of thing, because like you wouldn't really get that on Drag Race, sort of unless maybe it was Sharon Needles, but I, but I. You know, sort of like a torture garden, maybe kind of thing. Oh, I like the idea of like a goth suite. That's that would exactly work really well stand out. Yeah. My idea was a candy suite, which is kind of a pun because sweet candy. And then I wanted yeah. to have candy floss and like lollipops, so like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And then the people presenting it, the drag queens, would have like all their teeth missing from all the like sugar <laughs> and diabetes. Not they haven't got it already. I think I'm going to be in the top for this one. I like my idea. I like your idea too, though, Sam. I think we're the top two all-stars of the week. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I mean, I was really in my head most of the week, but now I'm really pleased. It's the first time you've been a top. <laughs> um, it didn't, actually. <laughs> so th- I thought this was a bit weird. You know, when they randomly draw the teams, they're just like, yeah. oh, we randomly selected them. Do you think that they actually randomly selected them, or do you think they were put together to try and create some drama? Well, now we're back to our usual discussion of, you know, production and behind the scenes absolutely not you telling me they sat there with you know names in a hat and just randomly picked them they picked them for drama they picked them for looks they picked them for who got on who didn't get on absolutely of course they do well that's what i would think but then they missed an opportunity because you'd think they'd put cracker and alexis on the same team because they've had an argument so i feel like it kind of there, there wasn't any drama from this selection unless they were doing it more in a way of who do we want to get in the bottom so we'll try and make a weak team well, I don't know. I don't know because I would have thought they would never. Everything is done for drama in the show, obviously. So they would never purposefully. I think they would thought that there would be more. They it might put them together as a team if if Alexis and uh, Cracker were in the same team. I think they thought they might maybe. They'd have to come together to be part of the team. Whereas if they were in different teams and they'd be competing, so they managed to keep it back up again. Oh yeah, they don't want them making up. God forbid. Exactly, um, they would have to if they're in a team, probably. What did you think of Juju's first idea, which was a wild Alaska theme? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really get it, to be honest. It was a bit weird. <laughs> I thought it was a very shit idea. I love the way that no one ever said no to it. They just swiftly moved on. <laughs> That's when you know an idea is really bad, when people just carry on talking. When people, just think, when people ignore it in a brainstorming session. And you're like, oh, OK, so no one liked that. And then, but I do like it when sometimes they say it again and they're like convinced it was a good idea. And then so, so somebody has to actually say, look, it isn't it shit. Like, look, we ignored you the first time for a reason. We didn't yeah, not exactly. hear you. <laughs> we We're trying to be polite. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Juju does admit that she's never won a main challenge. And she says um, her teammates and her have questionable taste. Uh, did you think that she, from this setup, that she was building up to the win? I think that, I mean, everybody knows that she hasn't ever won a challenge. I mean... Famously so, yeah. Yeah, famously so. And for, for, some, for a queen who's so talented. But I think her strengths lie in comedy and, you know, coming back with an aside or a bit of a zinger here and there. Not actually in, you know, massive performances, like dance performances or anything like that. So, uh, like, as you see with her lip sync later on. But, like, I just think... Yes, it was a sort of a build-up. But even then, I, again, I think... I don't want to cast aspersions on the whole episode, but again, it was kind of mediocre, so she stood out because the rest of it was a bit flat. 
I think you're right. Juju's one of those queens who, like, in the confessionals and workroom, that's where she shines, but that's not exactly. part of the competition. But it makes no. you lovable. Of course, um, that event- makes us love her. Yeah. Eventually, they settle on a jungle theme. Did you think this was a good idea? Uh, I to be fair, to <laughs> that you, says it all, Sam. <laughs> oh well, my, my favorite. Well, my fa- I mean, Juju was funny in it. I mean, I love the I love the bit about the mosquitoes. But again, we'll get to that. But I think um, uh, the Golden Girls one was my favorite idea because I love the Golden Girls and I'm obsessed. But um, by the way, are I, you getting completely bitten at the moment? Oh my god! I, do you know? I sat in the park with a friend the other day, and I rolled up my tracksuit bottoms because I was. You were cottaging, Sam. Let's just call a spade a spade. You were cottaging. <laughs> yeah, no, I had bites all around my asshole. No, I am. Um, and, and where I where <laughs> human bites though? No jokes. Um, anyway, so I so I rolled up I rolled up my tracksuit bottoms legs, and all on my all of my calves was all bitten to buggery, and I didn't notice. So I don't know what it, it was. Maybe it must be mozzies in the grass or something. I've been bitten to shreds and I never usually get bitten, mm. which I always actually take quite personally. I get kind of like offended. Like, am I not tasty enough for you boys? Well, I am at the moment. Honestly, I'm covered in holes. Any hole is a goal. <laughs> if you got bitten now, the poor thing would die midair. <laughs> well, I agree with you about all the ideas. I think that Shay's um, uh, The Golden Girls was a really good idea because you want to be creative, you want to do something different. A jungle mm. is quite a boring idea, really. It's, I mean, well, it lends like, itself it's like well get, to... It's, yeah, exactly. It's like the sort of thing you'd get in a zone in the theme park. Do you know what I mean? It's just standard. Um, Cracker's referring to herself in third person and Ed oh thinks God, this I is never a good it. idea. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Isn't this rule 101 of TV just never refer to yourself in third person? It just it's always rule makes you feel like a rule 101 of life in general. Don't ever do it. You just, you sound, I mean, look, look the, the most famous person who does that is frigging Donald Trump. So I really don't think it's a good idea. I mean, can you imagine if like... Does he do Boris, that? Yes, of course he does. And he refers to himself as we as well all the time. Uh, so I think <laughs> it's, it's just a sign of utter madness. And so, so Cracker's like, oh, it's just, you know, it's, it's my character. So like, it's my character. So basically that is... Referring to yourself in third person is kind of madness. Bad cracker. Um, Bad cracker, that's what she's saying. She sounds crazy. <laughs> Stupidity. They didn't do the psych test this season, I don't think. Yeah, because um, she would have failed. But she's like, but like with all of her mugging and stuff to the camera, as she's done it this whole, this whole time, uh, she just sort of reminds me of, um, of C.C. Bloom, you know, the young version of... Um, Bet Midler in Beaches, just like overacting, really like, oh, shebang, like left, right and centre and all the VTs always mugging away and pulling stupid faces, screaming. And it's, God, it's just, it's obnoxious to the max. Chewing the scenery, is that what they call it? Chewing the scenery, yes. Gnawing the scenery. Um, they have to, in this challenge, which I think is really hard, like put the suite together themselves, the actual paint and lifting and all this stuff. Sam, I want to know, are you good at DIY? I am, actually. During uh, lockdown, I've put out a couple of shelves in my own bedroom. Thanks very much. Including well, you've been left on the you, shelf in life, you, so that makes sense. You might as well make it yourself. <laughs> Joking, you have a lovely boyfriend. Hi, David, been... who's made art. Can I just say this, that he's made our artwork? Did I shout him out last week? Uh, no, I don't think we did, actually. Yes, he has. David had did uh, do the, the artwork beautiful for Beautiful new show. artwork. Thank you, David, very much. Thank you, David. And it's very and he's very talented. And um, he is creating his own Instagram account, uh, which I'm helping him with. So I'll tell you what it is then and there. And you can, and you can, get, in touch, you can get in touch with him for uh, commissions. <laughs> uh, Sam, we didn't authorise that advert, so we're going to have to edit that. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so I have made my own shelves in order to assist on them myself. No, um, and... <laughs> 
and various, I just you know, various bits of bobs. I've, I've painted my room. I've put um, I've put up wallpaper before. Yeah, I'm quite handy. And yesterday, I dug up, I dug up my sister's garden. Dug and, up. Uh, in a... <laughs> <laughs> I dug it up. I, I dug it up, and I smashed a wall with a sledgehammer. I'm so macho. I was. You're a lesbian. Know, was, You're a full-blown lesbian. But yeah, <laughs> that's why I think Blair Sinclair looks like a lesbian in this episode. Actually, she looks like um, she looks like Marie from Roxette, who who wasn't actually a lesbian, but she does look like her. Um, she anyways, just died. Yes, yeah, she is. Yes, but, she um, has died. R.I.P. R.I.P. Marie. Oh. Anyway, so I was using a sledgehammer <laughs> and I did think that while they were lifting a couch and they were like, oh, we don't have a butch queen on our team. I think Jujubee says that. I thought, I think that I would be the butch queen on the team because I do, you know, I go to the gym, I do a bit of DIY. I mean, I'm no not very butch person, but I think that would be me compared to a bunch of drag queens. You're fighting stereotypes, whereas I am a classic stereotype in terms of I literally cannot do anything. I can't change a light bulb, and that's not a joke. I can't do anything. And I, I, even if I could do it, I wouldn't do it. I just don't believe that gay people were put on the earth to do that kind of thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Lewis is so lucky. Lewis is so lucky. <laughs> Um, so Alexis says about her teammates, I know you guys are not very into designing interiors. And they look at her like, what? Um, and then they're talking, they have this weird moment, did you notice where they were talking about shaving their backs? Like, what was that? No, that was, that, that, was Juju, that was Juju Beats. She made me laugh out loud at that bit, she said, because she was talk, talking about shaving. She said, do any of you need a hand shaving your backs? It was obviously a joke, but it was really, because then she said, and then she said, don't forget to shave both your chins. Again, that was really <laughs> funny. Well done. Juju Beats, I mean, the Juju Beats was the best in the whole episode. Maybe not so much in, you know, the runway and the, and the task, but in the whole episode, she was the best by far. But they probably do have to shave their backs. I don't know if it, it was a joke. The chins was definitely a joke, which I lived for. Because um, you, yeah, you... you only have to shave your... I mean, okay, this is, this is my thing. This is, I did biology A-level, may I say. <laughs> so I know a bit about, you know, the human condition. And if you have an excess of testosterone, that is why you end up going bald on your head and hairy everywhere else. So if, yeah. you're, if you're quite... Like, for example, you don't see a lot of balding, effeminate gays. Do you know what I mean? They mostly have hair because... Tom Allen. Well, I know. I said not many, not loads. <laughs> Sorry. So, 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 you'd get, so you'd end up... If you went bald on top, you end up getting a bit of a hairy back. So I don't think many of the queens would have a hairy back at all. It's not like... You never see them with a massive, bushy, hairy chest, ever, do you? No, that's true. But they probably wax it all off before they get on the show, yeah, but it was they? Yeah, but it would still come back quite, quite Electrolysis. Quickly, like, and, and obviously, and That's obviously, very aggressive. <laughs> wow, is, is that how you do it if you actually work for an electrolysis company? Shout it in people's faces on the tube. And they come in all nervous. Electrolysis! <laughs> oh, I just came for a plug. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Shay and Cracker have a talk, and Cracker says, It's about the chemistry and the people I respect are Shay, Mariah, and Juju. Alexis overhears and such, <clears throat> so you don't respect me? And I think that it was Shade. I think um, she was purposely no. shady. I don't think she meant it to hear, but she was basically saying, these are the people I respect, and the implication is I don't respect the others. Yeah, but that's like saying, oh, that's like saying anything, anything at all. Oh, I like, 
I want like you know a strawberry milkshake, but you don't like a chocolate milkshake. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you can't. You can't just because somebody says they like a certain thing or a certain person, you can't then get offended. It's like the all all lives matter bullshit. It's like it's like just saying one thing doesn't mean everybody else is excluded, which is exactly no, what Alexis did. Cracker didn't say I love working with you. She said I like working with these three people because I respect them, and she named someone who wasn't in the group. So if she just said her team, it would have been okay. But then she mentioned Jujubi, who wasn't even on the team and it just felt very much like I like working with these people because I respect them there is a very mm-hmm. like heavy read between the lines like implication in the air well she read between those lines straight away and barked immediately turned around barking and it was just I mean I I don't particularly agree with Alexis but then um, I did quite like the fact that Shay stood up for her that was quite interesting you can see you can I tell did not pals. agree with Shay I thought Shay should have stuck her nose out of this because Alexis was right <laughs> and then when Crackers said listen sweetheart that is so patronising Alexis is a drag legend she's older than her don't sweetheart her excuse yeah, me Miss Thing yeah, and she said. She said, "Don't sweetheart me. I won't sweetheart you." <laughs> is, is that a thing that we missed? I mean, can you not, are you not allowed to say that? A sweetheart? Well, is it like a bad word? Yeah, I mean, is it like is it like honey? Okay, come, come on, honey. I suppose if you, it depends on how you say it. I suppose. Yeah, I mean, you could call someone the c word if it's nice, like "Hey, cunt," but if you're like "You cunt," <laughs> sorry, <that's... laughs> it's all it's all in the delivery, isn't it, babes? You stupid, clumsy bitch. Oh, oh, thanks. (laughs) Um, But Alexis is weirdly at the end of this argument. She's like, I'm glad you understand me because I have trouble communicating because it's not my first language. (laughs) And Juju's like, second language, my ass. I'm like... (laughs) Oh, this is why she is so good in this episode because you get... Because she obviously, I mean... When they're filming these things, there's a lot of cameras going on at the same time, so they can, and then they choose obviously which bits are the best. But you can tell that GGB's making these gags, and obviously <laughs> they are loving them. So they just take these asides out from whatever GGB's doing because he's obviously often doing her makeup, etc. Like slotting them in so, so you get her perfect comic timing. Brilliant. I also then Alexis does one of my favourite things in the whole world and I've been known to do this myself which is when you tell someone that other people talk about you behind your back it's like the perfect insult because it's like not coming from you I'm just letting you know everyone else hates you (laughs) I mean I think I think you're great but I mean I mean I I didn't say this it's like it's like when you say oh my god I'm not I mean I mean I don't think I'm good at this but all of my friends tell me I'm amazing so it's just the same, (laughs) same sort of crap Oh my god, Alexis tears her to shreds. Um, should we do a before we get to the maxi challenge uh, to 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 the moon and see if we do better than last week when you were yeah. way out of time, Sam? Sorry, babes. Let's do it. Three, two, one. To 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 the moon. To the moon. To the moon. Come on and take me away. To 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 the moon. I think you were on plus one then, Sam. You were an hour behind, but. You're on catch-up. I'm sure we can sync those together. Um, right, so obviously now we look at Moon. Moon, present yourself. Hi, Moon. Hi, Moon. Hi. Is that a football shirt? How do it you say, is. Am I saying that right? For, football. Football, football, football. You might not have heard of it, but yeah, football, it's a, it's a game. Is that a big net behind you as well, a football net? <laughs> it's a chair. <laughs> My team are Chelsea, and they're playing later. You support Chelsea. That is hot news. Right, let's see how many players Sam can ma- name from the Chelsea current squad. Um, Alexis Mateo. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he's a striker. 
do you know what? I don't know any. I'm sorry. I'm going to say Raheem Sterling. <gasps> is he one? He plays for is Man he? City, but he is a good player. <laughs> oh, that, that was a very nice way of telling me I was wrong there, Moon. Yes, he's a very good player. He's is a, as play in for Chelsea. Sterling like the Sterling Silver Candelabra behind you. Candelabra. Isn't that the gayest word in the world? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's nice that. That's my mum's little beauty. <laughs> she's got a she's got a lovely mahogany dresser. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very full room. I was going to say, uh, guys, if you were a golden girl, which one would it be? <gasps> Definitely Blanche. I think I'd be Dorothy. Yeah, oh, 100%. I'm quite masculine. I'm yeah. mask for mask. <laughs> you basically bitter and always with a uh, always with a bon mot ready to go. <laughs> And I'm just a slut. <laughs> um, and Moon, you would definitely be... Um... Be Rose. Rose, Rose, I mean. Yeah. Don't tell me, don't tell me you're not a fan. I've only, well, I've only just started watching it because it finally came onto Channel 5 and I've been watching it every day and it gives me so much life. I absolutely love it. Well, can I say this is this has been one of the highlights of lockdown for me because it started basically when lockdown started and I put it on series record and I watch, I've watched every single episode. I watch it when I'm cooking. I go around and have some wine. I watch it at my sister's. Like I watched it from the garden when, you know, we, we couldn't go in the house, etc. I mean, it's so joyous, so well written. I mean, obviously some of the episodes are a bit dodgy these days but um yeah <laughs> have you do you know this sam so let me get these actresses name right betty white and uh-huh. um b arthur both hated each other in real life apparently <gasps> did they oh no don't do things like that i mean betty what betty white's the only one still alive and she just turned i think she just turned 90 was it or 95 is certainly a ripe old age. The other, the other two have sadly passed, and um, I think Estelle three. Is it Estelle Getty was. I think she was the, the the one who played Sophia. The mother was the same age as the rest of them, which I thought was great. I know that's so weird. You know they put prosthetics on her to make her look older. She was actually yeah. the same age. It's crazy. Exactly. Yeah craziness but um well this is why i was this is why i was so pleased by the well pleased and then disappointed by the theme of their hotel room because it was great and it was all done up it looked good perfect perfectly well like, it was supposed to be like blanche's bedroom and it totally was it, it looked great but then um i don't know what was going with shay shay did like an amalgamation of b arthur and her mother sophia so that was odd I thought Shay was the best because she was giving me a bit of Dorothy at times. Obviously, it's hard because she obviously looks nothing like her. But I think they would have been better if they hadn't impersonated the Golden Girls and had just presented the room, but just not done a characterisation because they didn't do it well, which is what made it not work. I don't think they really had a choice. You can't you can't really present a Golden Girls room and then just as like just as you know a bellboy. You you kind of have to you kind of have to throw yourself into it. But again. Yeah, they could, there's so much more they could have done. I mean, like, the one who was doing Blanche could have been Southern or more slutty and they just weren't. I think she was trying to be Southern. I think it just didn't no, work. It did, <laughs> no, it did not work. And the fact that Shay was doing Dorothy but also adding in a bit of Sophia, like, that jarred. And um, the one, I guess the one funny person was, Cracker was quite funny with the phone, but other than that, it was a bit nasty. I didn't find her funny. And also, even it was so half-assed, because even Mariah was rubbing one of the pit crew with that sausage, and it was so half-assed. I'm like, how do you, like... 
rub someone with a sausage in a way that's not funny. Like, yeah, it's just yeah, like, I you guess. have to give it some oomph. You yeah. can't just stroke him with it. Yeah, exactly. Like, what him with that fucking big sausage? She was just, I mean, that was quite funny about the meats, but then, yeah, you're right, she just sort of dabbed him with it as opposed to really like, you could have done something really gross and really funny with it, but again, M- another Maybe he's mis- a vegetarian, <laughs> we have to be careful, I don't but know. But it was another missed opportunity, and... Um, I just think, especially with this week's rather budget special judges, shall we say, I just think um, <laughs> it just it just fell a bit flat. Sorry. Yeah, I completely agree. And they got the cheesecake wrong, which I've only just started watching the show. I know they always eat cheesecake, and Cracker calls it cheesecake pie, cheese pie, or something. <laughs> Cream, she calls it cream cheese pie. I mean, what the fuck is that? I don't know. I don't know where she's from in America, but nobody says they've got a fucking cheesecake factory in every town in America. So and and it's the whole thing. And it's the whole. They mention it every episode. So does it? Then get that wrong, and then she gets it and wrong as well. And she's called Cracker. She's called Cracker, and she doesn't know about bloody cheese. Right. <laughs> and they have gra- not- and they have graham crackers on the bottom of a cheesecake. I mean, it's just too much. <laughs> you just couldn't make it out, babes. The next one, I thought, well, one of the team did win, but I thought it was going to be the whole winning um, suite, the jungle one, Glamazon. Mm. Is it Glamazon? Gla- the Glamazon. Glamazon. Alexis, Juju in India. What did you think of this one? Uh, yes, I really liked it. Juju basically ran away with it, I thought. Um, and even, yeah, by, yeah. and even by the end, you can tell with Michelle and... Um, what was her name that was Who in the, was in that the bed? Yeah, exactly. He's, <laughs> I love it when they have an, an English guy on American TV and they're, always, and they're always like, oh my God, they're amazing. Oh, he's British. Blah, blah, blah. And we're like, who the fuck's that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice he was British. And, yeah, I mean, if it was Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, then maybe I would have known. But um, I have he's no idea. He's too for Drag Race. Exactly. He's obviously on some some makeover show in America or something like that or some design show and that we just don't know who he is. But um, yeah, so... I think GGB had the funny lines and as with GGB, like a lot of them weren't planned. So I thought that was funny. But, um, and there was that bit of dark humour that she always has about, I think she could have gone further with talking about her granny, but it was, um, because I I mean, God knows I would have done, uh, but it was, um, it was, it was great. You would have gone too far, Sam. (laughs) Yeah, big time. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, Juju was making me laugh out loud, which rarely happens on Drag Race. Yeah, these days. exactly. Like, they, and it happened a couple did... of times this episode. Yeah, I was uh, maybe I was a bit drunk, but um, <laughs> Saturday morning. But um, they do the live mosquitoes release, which I thought was stolen from Club Beehive because this whole challenge is similar to All Stars Four, the club challenge, wasn't it? Oh yes, it was. But it worked on that one, and I just I think it, it was it was a bit stolen, but I'm. Um... Mm, I don't know. I think there were. I think there were some really funny bits, and I mean, they could have done better with their outfits. I mean, I get the theme, Hardy Har, but it was. Um, it looked know. like Cat Slater's funeral. All that leopard print. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's horrible, isn't she? Let's just call a spade a spade. My favourite bit was Alexis's aerosol popping off. I don't know why that really made me laugh. Did you see that? But bit? they could, the have, done, but they could have done something really funny with that. They didn't do anything funny with the aerosol. They didn't do anything funny with it. Like they were just like, oh, a secret ingredient for like, and like I was the, to, to help, help you relax. Yeah, exactly. And I thought somebody should have gone ketamine or something like that, yeah, that. just to get it, <laughs> just, just to you know to bring it back to you know raucous standards. It was just a bit boring. Yeah, they could have taken it further. Um, I thought the worst was uh, the 24-carat room, so I was amazed this one, but we'll get to that later. But I thought it was just shit. Yes, well, they were trying to do, again, 
a catchphrase. Got six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were trying to do a catchphrase, rich. And um, you know, it was it it's was not good. Mm, I mean, I quite liked I quite liked the theme. I mean, I can't bear at any mention of the crappy Kardashians. But nevertheless, and oh, I agree. I thought Blair was uh, Blair was good in it. Um, she looked good, but it was but it was just sort of like standard fare. I mean, like to go on like nothing. No joke was pushed far enough again. Yeah, it was very middle of the road. I thought this smells like the bottom to me. That mm. smells like the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, uh, so you'd which know was it well. Fa- <laughs> which was your favourite and least favourite of the sweets? Um, my favourite. I think my Don't be fa- too excited, Sam. Well, it's best of a bad bunch, really. I mean, it would have been Golden Girls if it wasn't royally fucked up. But I would yeah. say, um, I would have to say Amazon simply because of Jujube, really. I agree. And I thought 24 Carat was the worst. Um, uh, yes, <clears throat> I agree. We then get to the runway and RuPaul comes out in this neon fur dress. <laughs> and I swear to God, this is the dress that Tyra Sanchez made in season two, but then decided she hated. Do you remember that? First of all, I don't remember. And second of all, she looks like she's been literally raped by a candy floss machine. I don't, I, I don't, I don't appreciate it in the slide. It's like really ill-fitting. I mean, I, I know you banged on about her last two outfits in the last two episodes, which I've loved, but this one I did not love. Is she trolling us? Are we going to call her Rue Troll? I can't t- take this anymore. Um, so, do you? I know you mentioned this earlier, Sam, but do you actually know who these guest judges are? You don't know the man. No. Who's Nicole Bayer? I don't know her either. Probably should have so looked her up before this. We are talking who's who of who are you, officially. Oh, it's a who's who of your no one. So I didn't really... I like. I just think... <laughs> it's just Compared to the series so far with, you know, A-listers, practically. I mean, Ricky Martin, maybe not so much. But um, Tessa, Tessa Thompson, definitely. Um, I just think, mm, bit naff. But then again, this is... It could be quite America-orientated. Which, of course, it is. Because sometimes they do things in Snatch Game that we don't know who they are. So it's just a case of that. They're probably... Um, you know, bordering on household names over there for that particular genre, but we don't know. Well, it's a global audience. I'd appreciate global stars in future. Exactly, That's my and, and and God help me, I'm not going to do any research and find out who they are. So fuck you. <laughs> Who's your dream guest judge, Sam? In in whatever drag race, not here. Uh, yeah. Well, I would have to say the one, and it could only be Madonna. Yeah, that's the, Madonna's, as well, been, Madonna's been mentioned so many times in the past by Rue by Michelle I mean like I don't think she could come on because Michelle would be like literally hanging around her dressing room trying to sniff her garments um yeah but I she's think, too but, creepy yeah but I think much as I love Michelle and I do and, and like she's even she's she's got a whole Madonna look this whole episode that whole pulled back hair like um which I think Madonna had at the MT an MTV awards show with a she had like a blue satin top on it's very much a madge look and the makeup as well but I think um, definitely would have to be Madonna I don't think she would do it now that Nicki Minaj and um, Gaga have already done it um, and it would have to be a special Madonna episode which they've already had as well yeah. so I don't think it would ever happen but that would be the perfect United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar who provide the best gay night out in London enjoy Q Bar Q Club Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. We're back and category is Three Looks in One, which I love. Did you love this theme? This runway I, theme? I did love it. I mean, I love it when it's a double wig. I love it when it's a, you know, a transformative dress. Oh! Great. Reveal, reveal, reveal. Yes, reveal, reveal, reveal. As Bianca Del Rio said, we all know reveal in French means take the shit off. 
Um, and I, I think, again, Tyra Sanchez, I keep talking about it today, but she inspired this category. She was the first person on Drag Race to do a three looks in one with her country look back in season two. So, Well, that is the thing, isn't it? It's always, it's about changing and growing and advancing drag. So when the first person, I mean, she not necessarily was the first person to ever do that in drag, but she was the first person to do it on camera or, you know, on a massive platform like Drag Race. Are you saying that drag existed before Drag Race? Because I was not aware of that. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, have you not seen Pose? (laughs) I have seen... I hate Pose, and I know that's very controversial, but I think the acting is terrible. Um, Some of it's not great, but, I mean, a lot of it is is wonderful. I mean, it's it's Ryan Murphy again, isn't it? So in his his stuff, some of the acting is a bit crap because he just wants to get certain people in it. Um, So it's not necessarily... It's not necessarily who's best for the part. It's just who he, you know, specifically wanted for that part, not specifically. Who slept with him? Let's just say it. Who slept with him? Everyone in Hollywood. <laughs> Did you watch Hollywood? Uh, no, I, you know, I watched You'd about like four that. episodes. And I, do you know, what? I watched about four episodes, and I just thought it was uh, just. I thought it was a little bit pushing the old gay propaganda. Sorry. Yeah, it actually, the first few episodes were the best. So if you gave up, then you missed. It got worse as it went on. Let's just say. I am about to watch another Ryan Murphy one, the Politician series too, because Bette Midler's in it and she rules. Oh, I love Bette Midler. You know, at my school, we were a deaf school. And, um, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. And we all had to sign from a distance. And then our head teacher, who was a lesbian, that's not shade, it's just a fact. She had us all, the whole school, sign from a distance and then sent a video of it to Bette Midler. And Bette Midler never replied. What a shady bitch! What a sad story for a Sunday. Sorry, Monday. That is a... (laughs) First of all, that's a really sad story. Second of all, do you know what? I've always wanted to sign. Because I remember once I was on a tube and I and a bunch of kids got on, right? And I was just sat there on, the, on my own. And they were all really cool and were all signing to each other. And I was like, for the first time, I thought, I wish I was deaf. No, <laughs> I thought, I wish I, I, wish, I, I, wish I could sign. I, and I really, because a, a girlfriend of mine at school, both her parents were deaf and she obviously signed with them. And I've always wanted to learn how to do it. So did you actually have to learn how to do it then? Yeah, we only had three actual deaf people in the school, but it was classed as a deaf school, I think, because it got extra funding. So the whole school learned to sign, which was really cool. That's, and I can still do it to this that's day. Amazing. Oh, wow. So like, can you do like, uh, can you, are you like, fluent well i'm i'm a bit rusty but enough about my personal life but yeah um i can still get by but i'm not um there's words i don't know much like in the english speaking language but i can definitely have a conversation wow that's that's really impressive if i was on all stars that would be my talent (laughs) at the beginning i'd just sign and they'd have to put me through because otherwise it's offensive to deaf people if they were to put me in the bottom (laughs) all you're doing is actually just talking on stage though i mean you better you better be signing something funny (laughs) I'll be signing impressions like Derek did. I don't think so. Although, <laughs> although a friend of mine, a friend of mine actually that I met recently, she um, she was telling me how she teaches sign language in a school nearby where I am, and um, and I was like, well, there must be. So I got her to teach me how to say uh, dogging, fuck, shit, cunt in um. Because that's all you really need to get by in life, isn't it? That'll see you through. I want to. I want to be able to say your account in sign language. You just headbutt the person. It's just easier. <laughs> it isn't actually. It's 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 quite it's quite succinct. <laughs> um, should we do every look on the runway, or do you want to just pick your highs and lows? Um. Well, I think we. Sh- I think maybe highs and lows. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like there was the the theme is good, but I don't feel like many pulled it off that well. 
I think uh, I think towards the end again this is why I was quite surprised and you know I am the biggest GGB fan um, I was really quite surprised that she won I mean I wasn't she was funny but like her runway looks were really quite boring compared to Cracker and uh, Cheap Shea and tacky. Coulee. I mean okay, well but I liked yeah, it just, the concept it just wasn't, it just wasn't yeah, fine. I mean, the concept was the concept was great, but it just looked a little, you know, just looked a little crap. Whereas um, <laughs> Cracker, Cracker, and I couldn't believe that um, Michelle said that Shea one just looked a bit crafty. Oh my god, the work that got into it. I think Ross and her said makeup. that. But yeah, they. I was. Are you are you sure it was well? Whoever. I just think I don't think. I mean, I thought it looked like it was genius, frankly. I agreed actually that it looked a bit craft. Well, it just looked homemade, and I thought that the wings looked like they were from. It was, the... Of course, it was homemade. I know, but this is all stars. Like we've seen, um, what's her name, Acid Betty and Nasha Lopez, both did similar looks that were more expensive looking on normal Drag Race. This is all stars. Mm. She has loads of money, and it just it was good for a normal season. But I just expect her to be like perfect, and the wings just looked like they were from the butterflies that asia killed like <laughs> it just looked bit... I, I have to i have to agree it did it did one of them looked a bit limp as she walked back up the runway i mean it would have been better like you know when who was it that came out was it um courtney act. courtney act that came out yeah exactly i mean when those wings flapped up that was incredible these well these looked a bit runty didn't they they just had a bit of a semi didn't they really yeah, a bit of a semi, bit of a, you know, bit of a droop on, babes. I liked Alexis's circus theme, although I did agree the green ballerina thing in the middle. I didn't, who has a ballerina at circus? Do they? Um, yes, they, if they do, sometimes they do do a ballroom section. <laughs> they do. I mean, I'm not joking. I trust you to know all about the circus. It's probably where you were raised. <laughs> <laughs> I was raised by wolves, and I told you that before. You're a bearded lady. Um, <laughs> that's mother <laughs> I loved Blair's I thought she did three cute editorial looks I loved the jumpsuit I loved her wig the third wig it was so like Taylor <gasps> Swift oh my god you could tell it was real hair all the, do you know what? I wrote that in my notes real hair all the way I mean honey it was beautiful wasn't it expensive rich oh mm. real rich. rich I would love to, I would love to get my hands on that and swing it about oh it's beautiful so personally uh, talking about this theme and all I like when people transform from one outfit to a completely different outfit i don't like when people like yeah. mayhem are just taking bits off or india where it's like sticking with the same print and just getting smaller and smaller i don't like that mm. and that's how i feel mm. well that's the thing because it's three looks in one i get that and at any other time i think if if india was doing that on a normal runway where it wasn't three looks in one i'd be i'd be gagged yeah i love hands too it Yes, it looked beautiful, and the whole thing was, you know, beautifully made and crafted. But it, it was all the similar look, like you said. So it wasn't really three looks in one. It was just like one look done three ways. Can you explain this to me, Sam? Because Cracker comes out in that Fabergé egg and then turns it oh. into a dress, and she says it's about Anastasia. And I don't obviously she doesn't mean the singer. Who who does she mean? No, Anastasia. Anastasia is an. It's like have you seen? They actually they've done a animated film about it Anastasia is a Russian princess oh really so it's um, yeah so you know the a program, real person so ra- yes well um, I think it's a fairy story but I mean it might have been it might have been you know based in reality I could be wrong there but I know Anastasia is, is definitely an Irish Irish a Russian <laughs> it's a ru- that hence, Often hence the Russian hence the Russian doll like so you know a Russian doll that you keep opening and, it, and it's a smaller one full of one, itself one. yeah 
Yeah, full, full of itself, just like Cracker. So it was quite apt. <laughs> um, so then we get to the actual critiques, and RuPaul declares 24 karat gold experience the winning team, and my jaw was on the floor. Oh, babe, she had to scoop it up. I just thought it was such an odd choice, because... And then she didn't even pick the winner from that team. It was like, did Ru just really like the gold? I mean, Ru does wear gold a lot, but I was just like, what? How? Why? Where? What? What's going on? Well, I think it was. Well, I think it was a case of maybe Amazon was a bit, you know, a bit de rigueur. It was a bit boring, and uh, Golden Girls they fucked it up. So, what else you got? Best of a bad bunch. Well, I thought Glamazon was better than Twenty Four Gold. It had more laughs in it. But I'm glad... Yeah, more laughs, but the look itself wasn't as good. Yeah. Juju won, and she even cries, which is really sweet. So I'm calling her Boohoo Bee. She squee- squeezes, <laughs> squeeze Boohoo Bee. Boohoo Bee! <laughs> Just squeezes out, squeezes out a couple of crocodile tears. I did. I mean, it was it was nice enough tears, but I don't... She doesn't really strike me as a cry sort of queen. So, I mean, the little the little sniffle she did was, was just enough, because I couldn't bear it if she was like, oh, I never won a challenge from beginning and right until now. So it means so much. I mean, that would have been really annoying. Everyone's fear is to so, be Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow at the Oscars, aren't they? That's ever since oh. that happened. No one wants to be Gwyneth. Oh, it's so embarrassing. And was that that wasn't the year she wore that horrible dress? Was it? Was it that year? Uh, the pink. I think it was the pink dress. Wasn't no, it, it was she that like green, like roughly breast dress. It's like one of the most famous. Shakespeare in Love. It was for Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. Oh, it was awful. Um, so we get the critiques, and India says that she. They ask her, "What did you bring to the challenge?" Basically, and she's just said the golden shower. Um, she was focusing on that. Which <laughs> I thought you that, can relate I to thought that, that was Sam. funny. <laughs> I thought that was fu- first of all. I thought it was funny because I mean, like, who doesn't love a job and golden shower? Um, <laughs> but I think the fact that they obviously sat round when they were doing it, and they were like, "Right, your your bit is the golden shower, so uh, make the fucking most of it." <laughs> so she was like, uh, "Oh, oh, golden shower is it's, it's really a one note joke." But however, you know, she 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 sort of she is sort of being a bit shady towards the other two queens, and then like, well, that's that's the only part I had, so that's what I had to do. Yeah, um, I think that they think she faded into the background, which is the truth. Um, Michelle goes in on the Golden Gals, saying it had no jokes, and uh, Ross says <laughs> that Mariah didn't do Blanche properly, so they completely rip that to shreds because it's a risk, isn't it? When you do a show that you know all the judges love, they're either going to love it or they're going to hate it, and they hated it. Well, and it was, but they absolutely love the Golden Girls show. I mean, like. Because it's obviously from the 80s and all those three judges were, you know, in their heyday in the 80s, let's say. As I were just you. think... Well, <laughs> was, do you know, I, used, I did used to watch The Gone Girls when I was a child with my sister. Me and my sister watched it with my parents and, you know, we watched it as a... It was, you know, a weekly date with the family. So we did love it. I mean, obviously we didn't get half the jokes, most of the jokes because we were kids. But um, you can see why they love it and we love it now. But to do, do you something think that's so why you turned precious... Gay? <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. I because I want I wanted to I wanted to be Dorothy. I dressed up like her in my spare time. <laughs> no, I didn't. But um, I, what I was saying was that basically it's because it's so untouchable for them. You have to do something really special in order for it to work. Like have really funny jokes that play on the play on the Golden Girls. Um, yeah. Or make a joke that they weren't as good or anything like that there were so many things you could have done with it that it was just it was just a bit of a bad parody it was like it was like you know sixth form drama does golden girls well you would know about the drama school um and then oh Cra- honey yes i would cracker do you think cracker was shady bringing alexis up on stage because she says she almost cries said it's been the wildest ride of my life and as alexis will know i'm having a hard time connecting with people do you think that there's going to be more 
shade between those two. Uh, yes, and, and I, I can't hope so. wait. Yes, because uh, because uh, I think they've created. Well, Alexis has created this barrier in this episode. I think from the start to the finish, and and Cracker's all in. I mean, she play, de- She definitely has played the victim this week after being the aggressor last week, and she's like, oh, you know, I can't. she tried to be a bit of a victim last time with like, oh, I don't understand why nobody likes me, and then this week she's like, oh, see, now I'm being bullied. <laughs> And then also carrying on being shady herself. So I buy it, Cracker. In spite of this, she's safe, as is Alexis. So do you think this is the right decision, leaving India, Shay and Mariah in the bottom? Um, 100% India and Mariah should be there. Shay should not be there at I all. Agree. I mean, I mean, her, Dor- her Dorothy wasn't, I mean, it was a bit, you know, muddied with Sophia. And then the runway look I thought was stunning, even though you thought it was a bit crafty. It certainly wasn't worthy of the bottom. Either her performance in the task or in her runway was not worthy of the bottom at all. So I was really surprised by that. I'd have put Cracker in the bottom, I think. Well, actually, I would have put Mayhem no way, and not with that. Blair in the bottom yes. if I had yes, the choice of that's... everyone. But of what's left. Um, I didn't really yeah, like Cracker's Fabergé thing, to be honest. I like when she came out, but then when the gown was out, I was just like, I feel like she's so short, the dresses just often swallow her. I don't know. Yeah. Um, sure you... <laughs> don't mind a swallow normally but uh, I just think in that scenario it wasn't, it wasn't that great so they're all reeling backstage India's crying for once in my fucking life I'm proving who I am as India and she could tell she's very passionate um, I think they're just desperate to get rid of India even if she slays the next challenge they're going to put her in the bottom for something because they're just like you had your moment we want you to leave now <laughs> just go <laughs> yeah. but the thing is like, her performances are, well, they, you know, they're not bad but I think her looks are fantastic and she isn't you know, she's she's not she's not the worst in it. I was I was I was gunning for Mariah. I thought Mariah was you know was was the weakest of the episode. Yeah, I agree. And um and I think India really. I mean, God, she really she really wants it. You can tell. I think she was brought in for that one note gag for the war with um, Derek. Derek. Derek Barry Essex. with a, with an A. <laughs> uh, Essex car salesman. Um and. I think so now, every week, it's, it's to prove that she's more than just an argument. Well, now she's just hanging around like a bad smell, really. Um, <laughs> so all the conversation now is, and I want to hear what you think of this in general, but they're all talking about Shay's in the bottom. Shay's, like, basically the front runner. They could get rid of her, like it has been done before with Manila and, to an extent, what Ben de la Creme did well, to that herself. Was, that was my favourite quote of the week. Um, I can't remember who says it. Cracker says, says it. Oh, my God. Shay's going to get... She's, Shay says he's gonna, she's going to get manila And that was... <laughs> Excellent reference to the shock of the last show. So, um, well done. And Manila tweeted, have you turned me into a verb? That's what she tweeted after the episode. (laughs) Have you turned me into a verb? (laughs) Perfect. So that's why Shay, in this moment, is not taking anything for granted. She's not being complacent. She's actually getting very emotional. Like, I just really hope you guys Mm. respect me because that's what it Mm. comes down to. Um, So if you were on the show, do you think you'd be voting off competition or do you think, how do you think you'd play it? Um... No, I, I can understand because GGB says, you know, I could, she does that face. Mm, I could, I could, <laughs> I could vote her off. And you could do, but I, I think getting rid of Manila last was, it, it almost spoiled the whole series for me. I think it's such a shitty thing to do. Yeah. And it isn't, and, and I know, I know it's about winning and it's about, you know, being a bit shady here and there, but ultimately, you have to go against... If you keep voting out the best people and then you're up against somebody's shit at the end, like, that's, that's, that isn't a competition anymore. It's just... It's, it's, it's not cheating either, but it's just... 
Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, I agree. It was cool once because it was such a gag with Naomi Smalls. And I think she did it because she was getting ignored in the competition. She was like, you're going to remember me. I'm going to do this gag. I'm going to get myself in the final. But I think in general, as a rule, I don't think it's going to be that much fun if people just keep doing it. Exactly. When that's and again, that was like that was the worst thing about the whole last series. And then and then when that happens, you then look at the whole voting system and is it wrong or blah blah blah. So I don't think it would have been the right thing to do. And I think GGB has more respect. So I think the people who did vote for Shay, shame on them. Shame. But I just think. <laughs> but I just think. I just think. Um, it was right for Shay to be worried because of because of what happened last series. So um, I think, you know, definitely rather than sit there and be all snooty and be like, oh, well, obviously I'm one of the best, it's not going to be me. Yeah. You never fucking know. Also crying is Cracker because Mariah said she enjoyed working with her. Do you think these are real tears from Cracker? No! I don't believe nothing comes out of Cracker's mouth. Or eyes. <laughs> <laughs> or her eyes, they're tears of lies. Crocodile tears of lies. <laughs> Liza Minnelli. Um, so we get the voting and we see some of the votes this week a bit more and Alexis votes for Shay gooped gagged Um, (laughs) what does gooped mean did I miss that is then gooped as as in Gwyneth (laughs) gooped is just like shooketh gagged like just I mean they all mean the same thing I don't know why we need 50 words for gagged but (laughs) it's like the Eskimos in snow aren't we we just need to say it in many different ways That's a cultural thing. <laughs> okay, I, do you think Alexis voted for Shay to get rid of competition, or is it because the other two people were both from her season, season three? So maybe she's showing solidarity. Well, we don't. You never know, oh, babes. You never know what's going on in a queen's head. You just. <laughs> I. Th- I think that it was. It. I think it was just a vote to show that. You could get rid of the best person in it if you wanted to. I don't think that any of them ever believed that it would be Shay. Alexis gives so zero fucks a... and I absolutely love it. She's just doing whatever she wants. <laughs> but why do you think Mayhem voted for Shay? Because that was a bit of a shock. It was quite shady. And I think, again, that was to do with competition. Mayhem, You can see where Mayhem's loyalties lie in this series and I think she sees Shay as competition directly to her. Well she made so the alliance with um, India week one so she honoured that but she could have sent her Mariah so I don't know why she didn't do that but I think it's going to be explosive mm. next episode. But at this point in the episode it became a bit like a horror film for me I became very tense because I thought oh shit is Shay actually going to leave? No I was actually genuinely worried about it genuinely. I was praying that Charlie I mean, Hyde would be the I mean, I was... assassin just so that <laughs> we knew that Juju would win and not send her home because I thought the rest of them had started to gang up on her. Do you think wait do you think Juju would have voted for Shay then? No I knew that Juju wouldn't because I think Juju yeah, doesn't exactly. want to come across as a bitch but I thought the rest of them seemed to be going in that direction. Obviously the show mm. was kind of tricking us a little bit. But yeah, of course. it was scary. And then what did you make of this moment of Juju? She's got to make this big decision and then she starts talking about her cats for ages. <laughs> Again. That was a weird edit. Juju is just brilliant. Because she comes out with that line as well when um, when the curtain's moving up for the assassin and she goes, is it the Babadook? <laughs> and I just thought... <laughs> She's just great. I mean, I, I love a tangent and I think when she went up, when she went up for her pussy tangent, I quite liked it. Can I make a bit of a confession? I don't really know what the Babadook is. And it's been so long people have been talking about it that I just don't feel I can ask. But I'm just going to It is a horror film from, I would say, three, four years ago. 
It was a bit of a sleeper hit. It was about a, you know, it was called The Babadook. I kind of knew that, it, but why is it always online? Is it, it's become some sort of meme, has it? Does it just pop up in well, places? Well, I don't, well, because I think it's, a, I think, because I, I saw the film at the cinema, actually, and that year I went to a Halloween party dressed as The Babadook. It is, um... Oh my God, sorry to interrupt, Sam, but can you tell your story about the fancy dress party from last year? <laughs> Sorry, which one? The Theresa May story. Do you remember? <laughs> Theresa... <laughs> oh, no. I don't... <laughs> she don't want to... You might, have to you, you might have to remind me. Oh, you don't remember? So Sam went to a fancy dress party last year and he went up to this woman who he thought was dressed as Theresa May and went, oh, I love your outfit, Theresa May realness. And she was like, I'm not in outfit. She just was an ugly old woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that was... <laughs> no, it was. I went to a friend's fortieth, <laughs> and it was it was in a working man's club. And there was, and what I didn't realise there was, there was three different parties going on. There was the fortieth. There was also a drag queen's party, and there was a um, and there was a funeral. So Jesus. I went, <laughs> so when I, I went out, I went out for a fag, and I came back in. And I was just saw loads of drag queens, and there was a woman. I was going, and I went out to her, and I was like, Oh my. That is a killer outfit, Theresa May. Yeah, and she went. What? I'm here for a friend. I'm here for a friend's funeral. Loves <laughs> <laughs> that answer. Because As if her day wasn't bad enough as it is, burying a friend and then you tell her she looks like Theresa May. Because I think I even started with the shoes, and I was like, kitten heels, wiggy grey hair. It's the perfect Theresa May. Why don't you just spit on her while you're at it as well, Sam? <laughs> so I did actually. So we find out who the lip sync assassin is, and um, it's Monet, Monet Exchange in not a great oh, outfit, brilliant. I don't think. What did you think? Well, that was the weird thing, okay, about the outfits, because um, because GGB's changed back into her leopard print outfit, weird, the cat yeah. suit, and um, so they were both in quite. Sort of like workout gear almost. Yeah. So I was thinking, oh my! I was thinking, oh my god! It's going to be literally an acrobatic lip sync. Obviously, it wasn't particularly, but um, I did. I did think it was weird, and the out the, and I didn't even think um, when Exchange's wig was very good either. No, it wasn't very nice. And also, it we see now what a lip sync assassin is because. Monet Exchange has actually lost a lot of lip syncs, so I wouldn't have called her an assassin. She's clearly a good lip syncer, so I, I wonder if they're going to carry this on. We might just get fan favourites who didn't necessarily win a lot of lip syncs. Oh, no, I definitely think they're just fan favourites. I don't think I don't think they're going by a lip sync track record. But the whole point is they're meant to be good at lip syncing, which Monet is, so I guess well, it I, works. Well they're, well, they're trying to assume that a, you know, somebody who, like a, a fan favourite, was also good at lip syncing, which, unfortunately, when it comes to Jujubee, isn't the case. Oh, gosh. Uh, so the song is Lizzo Juice. Do you like this song? Lana oh, my God. I love this. I love this song. I've danced about to it. I know the words myself. I could have done a better job at lip syncing it than Jujubee. And you know how I much think I, love I could as well. I am very good at lip syncing. Mm. I have to give myself a pat on the back for that. And a clap. <laughs> um, apparently, everyone's been saying that Monet's been performing this song a lot in her own shows, Juice. So that's a bit of Oh, really? That isn't really... That isn't really fair. Like, she did, she did the thing with the shoes straight away. I loved which that. Which I thought was fantastic. I loved it! So, let's talk about Juju's performance. Because a lot of people are very disappointed. She's known as one of the best lip syncers ever on the show. And she just completely kind of flubbed it and didn't even really know the words. She didn't really know the words. She sort of shuffled about the whole time. And, like, and she just... She just puts in a really crappy performance. And because she had changed as well, and I was expecting some sort of acrobatics, it just, that made it even worse. It was just, it, she just sort of like, it's just really limp and half-assed 
I was really disappointed. Well, I think it's a number of things. One, I think it's not a good song for Juju because she's good at emoting and it's not a very emotional song. And two, yeah. I, Juju's actually sober now. Cause she um, she used to be very... She's actually one of the reasons they stopped giving them so much alcohol in Untucked because jo- oh. Juju used to get absolutely hammered and all her lip syncs, she was blind drunk. She said she can't even remember most of them, like Black Velvet. <gasps> really? Is that true? Yeah, so she was really drunk. So maybe she's like sober. Cause, I mean, we're all better at lip syncing when we're drunk. Maybe she's not as strong a lip syncer when she's sober. Well, it's that whole thing when um, if you're about to do a speech or if you're about to do a song on karaoke, you want to be, you want to be about, I always think about three or four pints down. You want to bag but a anything brown. more than. Well, I'm joking. I'm not endorsing heroin. Me and Sam went through a stage last year of doing her- no, not doing heroin, but just joking about a bag of brown. I just oh, I want to get. A- Let's get a bag of brown, babe. <laughs> I'll get the needles from the needle exchange. No, so I just think that she basically she yeah. It was. I think if you're like if you're a couple of drinks down, you put in a really good performance. But anything over that, and it suddenly turns to shit. So I think maybe yeah, maybe it was the maybe it was the booze that gave her the special powers. Some people think she threw the lip sync, which definitely is not the case. I don't think queens are going to throw a lip sync on All Stars because you want the money. And it was you want ten grand. Success. Yeah, it was ten grand. Yeah, yeah. Or she maybe she had picked Shay and she didn't want to be shown up, but then she would have been shown up later anyway. And also, I think maybe she didn't expect to be lip syncing. She didn't probably think she was going to win. So like you, you would learn the song more if you think you're going to be lip syncing but she did seem genuinely shocked by the win well that is the thing do people do all queens all learn the lip sync every every week i think they all learn them like before they even get on the show they all get like a list of songs they start learning them but then if you've done badly in the challenge usually bottom two i think that's when you really start learning it you're like shit it's going to be me and that's why like valentina didn't know the words because she didn't think she was going to be in the bottom because she was but it's, quite, it's a really it's a really popular common song anyway so I'm surprised she didn't know the words even just by I mean I think I would have known the words better just from listening to the song loads of times so no, even even without the threat of having to do it on drag race so I think I don't really think that's a very good excuse. Well, it's nice for Monet, because she actually was eliminated on season 10 with a Lizzo song, Good As Hell, by Cameron Michaels. So she's kind of oh, redeemed yeah. herself by winning this. But because mm. she won, without even doing her reveals, I think she had reveals, but just didn't bother, because she saw Juju not doing anything and was like, better <laughs> yeah, go exactly. easy on it. But now Juju has won her first ever maxi challenge, but she's also lost her first ever lip sync. So she's completely switched her records, because she... Uh, previously, she was the most undefeated lip syncer in history on the show. No longer the case, um, but now she... that is that. Yeah, that is that is quite a reversal of fortune. It's weird. But at the end of the day, it's it's she's still. I'd rather lose. If I was her, I'd rather win a task. And if if it meant having to lose a lip sync, then so be it. Well, I hope she wins another task and redeems herself from this because I would like to her to regain her title. But I really be- hope it's not down to the booze. I'd be really disappointed if that was the case. Maybe she needs to get drinking again. Someone needs to spike her drink. Um, we'll... Come on, give that girl a vodka and don't tell her it's there. Give her a bag of brown. No, sorry. <laughs> um, put, the, put the brown in her drink. <laughs> so Monet Exchange wins and reveals Mariah has left, which thank God it wasn't Shay. It was such a relief that I barely even registered Mariah leaving, to be honest. But were you sad? Yeah. No. I, I've written in my notes, get rid of Mariah. I was, I was up for her going. The Emancipation I, of Mimi, I, Mariah. Uh, the matter base of Mimi, of Mimi, I'm first. Um, I think that she was the poorest in it. I love her makeup. I think her makeup is beautiful, and it is every week. Yeah. Uh, I'm, but I'm more emotionally invested in India. 
Mariah's great, but she was always cast as filler, and I don't think we're missing out much by not seeing more of her, to be honest, apart from some nice exactly. runways. And there's enough, there's enough filler on that show to, you know, to start, a, to start your own... I don't know. I couldn't finish the metaphor. Bollocks! <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get the preview of next week, and I can't wait to see Shay's reaction when she finds out that Mayhem and, who's the other one, Alexis have voted for her. Which I love. She's definitely she's definitely goobed. <laughs> You're using it. My baby's growing up, and oh, but thanks. I think it's going to prove a strategic error for them because they voted for Shay. Shay hasn't gone, but Shay's probably the most likely to keep winning challenges, and I think she's going to potentially get rid of them because of this. Yeah, I would. You don't you don't forget you don't forget that shit at all. You forgive, but you don't forget. <laughs> and I wouldn't if I if I was Shay, I would clock that and be like, oh really, bitch? Yeah, write really? those names down. Um, oh, honey! The challenge next week we're going to be very qualified to talk about because it's SheMZ. It's about I love it. celebrity journalism, which is what we have done in the past very proudly. And by proudly, I oh mean oh my god! Next, not next week's episode. Make sure you tune in for behind the scenes with Ed and Sam. Oh, we're going to be dropping loads of names next week. We're going to have a clanger. Oh, we need a clanger. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Audio clip. <laughs> a clang off. It's been more clang than Notre Dame. <laughs> so we should be back on Monday recapping. What episode would that be? Episode four? Episode. Episode. Yeah, episode four, yeah. Good grief. Where does the time go? But um, yes, thank you, Sam. I was feeling very fragile today, very hungover. And as always, you've energised me and cheered me up. Thanks, honey, always. You didn't sound very convinced by that. That was a cracker. Thanks, honey, always. That was a cracker uh... response. Just deadpan like, thanks, honey. <laughs> thanks, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Moon, and thank you, everybody. <laughs> thank you, I don't know why thank you, cheesy. everybody. Everybody say love. Um, <laughs> love. And until Monday, that just leaves us to say bye. Bye.